Welcome to Ride Home Reactions, the 20-minute show where we react to the movie we just saw. Why 20 minutes? Because that's how long it takes us to drive home. I'm David Ells, video production guy for InTheCarMedia.com. And I am Jill Rogatti, theater lady from SoapAndRopeTheater.com. We saw a movie on our first date and liked talking about it together so much that we got married. Was it worth it? You decide. All right, we are joined by <laughs> Seth Rogatti, Jill's brother. Welcome. Thank you. All the way from St. Thomas. He came all the way <laughs> just for this. our podcast. And then we got a mid, uh, red eye after this. <laughs> yeah. That would be fun. And he hadn't seen any of the John Wicks 36 hours ago. That's true. That is and now he's seen all of them. I hadn't seen any of the Wicks. <laughs> I hadn't seen John Wick 1, 2, uh, Spider Wick Chronicles, <laughs> Witches of East Wick. <laughs> and so we just saw John Wick Chapter 3, Parabellum. Parabellum. And on the count of three, we will give our 1 to 10 rating. 1, 2, 3, 7. Six. Seth, is that a 7 from you? I think so. Yeah, 7 from me as well. <laughs> um, Jill, you got a 6. That was you, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not not as good as the first. No. By far. Um no. Although I would say that it had one of the best scenes ever. It just was right at the beginning. and we The library really get... one? Well, the library one was awesome. But I think even better was the, uh, the like, antique weaponry museum. That one mm. was great. I just couldn't believe how realistic it looked that they were sticking knives into people. <laughs> like, just <laughs> so many knives. Like, in pincushion people. I'll be honest, I couldn't watch the one go into the guy's eye. Oh, me neither. I, <laughs> I had like, to I'm look away from that choose one. not to watch that. <laughs> yeah. This one was a little gorier. Interesting. I, I guess I don't remember. Like The others are all very violent, but this one I feel like had more slow-mo uh-huh. gore. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought the beginning was awesome. Yeah, I was like, oh boy, this is going to be... And then this the second half the first just one. was like, wow... Yeah. As to the gore, I think there was a lot less of the guns and a lot more of knives and right. Yeah, Yeah. I think you're right. Um, Yeah, I was thinking. Oh, so they're just really going to go. Okay, what's what's a really unique place to have a fight? (laughs) Okay, library, you know, antique weaponry museum. You know, we'll we'll just do that for the rest of the movie. That sounds great. Very Jackie Chan. Oh wait, we already did that. And so yeah, then it just kind of felt like we were retreading old ground, or just you know, you know, just a interesting scene that didn't like, really happen. I think they any. thought that it was. Uh, this is my opinion. I think they thought that it was cool that Halle Berry had crotch biting dogs, <laughs> but I got really tired of it. Yeah, really fast. It was impressive stunt work for sure, but um, like I've never seen dogs do that level of you know movie fighting <laughs> right. before. They're like failed cop dogs that went to movies instead. (laughs) Sethi said, do you appreciate the dog scene? Yeah, I thought it brought a little extra something. I will say, though, I I think I might have just been happy that they were fighting again after that 10-minute discussion between he and Halle Berry. Yeah. Which I almost fell asleep during. Very boring. (laughs) I agree. Yeah, I, I vaguely got that she had, like, a son or... A daughter. Okay, a daughter. And that's yeah, what Keanu helped up. her with before, and that's why she owes him. Yeah. So yeah, let's let's rank the movies. For me, th- my favorite is the first one. Um, 
I think the second one is above this one, but not by much. I, I thought that the second one was a pretty steep drop from the first one. Um, this one might might improve upon reflection. I don't know, but uh, yeah, I feel like the the first one really uh, kind of set the standard and they just keep trying to chase that <laughs> that same um, I liked I thought that second one was more developed as, as a uh, I don't know just a fighting movie they were doing interesting things and uh-huh. and having fun angles and yeah kind of that idea of like where can we have a cool fight sure, what sure. Would be not, the first one was more of just a, a great fighting revenge movie uh huh but the third fell short in both of those, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't decide between the second and the third. So definitely the first was my favorite. And the second and the third kind of tied. I feel like they they kind of had equal amounts of, oh, cool, or like, that's really funny, or good idea. And then the other half of it, it's like they just ran out of creative juice. Yeah. That the library scene just on so many levels was cool like the really lanky tall he was great I feel like he I feel like I recognize that guy do you guys know who that actor is I don't recognize him I don't know what he's from I Uh, maybe he's a fighter of some kind like in real life I don't know it might also be one of those disorders that all the people with it tend to look similar (laughs) maybe because he looks um there's one person that I know it's not that he looks like okay that has that sort of gigantism or, or oh whatever, sure yeah that makes of. sense yeah he was he was a fun first fight cause that that felt very Jackie Chan to me like mm-hmm. how can we fight with a grocery cart how can we fight with a ladder yeah and this one was like how can we fight with books as weapons right and a pretty brutal uh, jaw-breaking moment. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And neck-breaking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy mackerel. Yeah. This is a very edifying movie. <laughs> but that's what you get when you try to scam everyone out of 10 minutes. <laughs> I like the horse scene as well. Yes. When he's, like, yeah, riding side that saddle. that was good. Yeah. So really, that was towards the beginning like as well. three great fights right in the beginning. Yeah. And the, using the horse as a weapon, I thought was... But none good, of the even horses. Even though they did it a few times. Yeah, it was <laughs> great. But none of the horses were like shot. Right. I always appreciate that that when they have a fight in a museum, they don't. They're not just blowing up the art. When they have a fight in a horse barn, they're not killing horses left and right. They're, they're very respectful. It is very respectful. In their massacres. Until they, they get into glass rooms and they just say, destroy every piece of there glass. There was quite a bit of glass breaking, which again, I was like, oh, was okay, okay. <laughs> I would have liked it better if it was more clearly supposed to be comic. I couldn't tell I know, what the director was going for. I know, you were laughing a lot for. at that one moment when he kept getting kicked into all of yeah, the glass one. displays. I, like, I wish the they kind skulls. of acknowledged it. And then I was like, oh, is this just supposed to be a straight, like, whoa, cool, lots of glass breaking. <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know either. But I feel like humor is always a struggle for these movies. Um, like, sometimes there's funny lines that land uh, I think other times they they try to go for it like they try to give Keanu a, a one liner and it just falls flat but he well, had a great one all his one liners fall flat <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a, he had a great one with the dog the though when 
like when she's like, "Sorry, they shot my dog," and he's like, "I get it." Yeah, right. <laughs> what did you guys think of the adjudicator actress? She was interesting. I feel like she wasn't what I would have normally cast in that role if I were to cast somebody. Yeah, you think it would be someone who doesn't have any sort of tattoos or anything, but then you see the mm. the um, switchboard operators are all tattooed as well. Oh my gosh, well. I loved them. Yeah, yeah, they're done done well. All I the think, same outfits. Yeah, yeah, I wonder if they got good feedback. Or good response for them from the second one because uh, I feel like they really cranked that up. Yeah, they like yeah. added like some of the fifties hairdos. Well, they're very uh, pin uh, Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a bunch of if like Rosie the Riveter mm-hmm. also worked in a call center. So yeah, the the look of these movies is really strong. Um, I do like what this movie did in terms of world building. It, it made the high table a little bit more clear, like. It set some rules that we didn't have before. Even even though like this is new new ground that the high table is trying to figure out how to adjudicate, uh, it's very clear like what is just. So I I like that there's just like sort of I think they even make a reference to the Old Testament. Oh, like uh, stop going Old Testament on us or something like that to John Wick, like revenge, like eye for an eye kind of thing. I feel like it's this is like has a lot of like Old Testament style stuff of like. There's a lot of crime. religious imagery in it. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. deconsecrated. I'm, I'm not sure how it's handled or if it's just kind of thrown in there. Like well, I don't know if you, that's the scene in this with the in the museum in the second one. There's they're all Roman gods, but there's there's twelve little ones, and then there's like a big one of Zeus in the middle. Oh, I didn't catch and that. That, remi- that reminded me of a lot of like religious like um, like. Uh, sculptures and things that you'll see in cathedrals uh-huh. with the twelve apostles and then Christ. Right. But I don't. I don't know what they were doing with that. It was just kind of in the background. I was. I was going to say about the world building. I. I'm always a fan of. There's a code, and you don't do this. Yeah. And, yeah. And I feel like they spent a lot of this movie kind of tearing that down, and then talking. There's going to be repercussions, but then. I don't know. The repercussions just led to a lot of ambiguity. Like, so are we okay with this? Are we just going to let it go? We had a code, but now we're not abiding by it. Or we have to abide by it, but it's going to destroy everything that John Wick is. And I was conflicted by that, not knowing if I should root for Wick or root for this code that I liked so much (laughs) in two movies. Uh Yeah, I agree with that. I like knowing the rules. And then the rules got really fuzzy in this one. Uh Uh-huh. I'll say that I really like this one visually. I agree. I thought I had like the 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 scenes in Morocco were a really nice pace uh, change from New York. Yeah. You know, just the the bright colors and the the cleanness of it of it all compared yeah. to New York's kind of wet, slimy backdrops. I think that the reason for the religious overtones is uh, it's kind of like harkening back to. Like, um, Assassins, uh, I'm trying to think, I mean, I, I think of the, the video games, yeah, and, and, like, I think of, like, the Assassin's Creed games, where it's, like, there's this brotherhood of assassins that usually serves, like, some religious hierarchy, uh, and, like, I, I assume on some level the Pope is involved, I, I can't remember the lore of Assassin's Creed, but it feels like this is just, like, saying, what if that 
Brotherhood of Assassins never really went away, and all the religious iconography stuck, even though it's no longer like spiritual, it's still like meaningful and carries a lot of, uh, you know, weight for in terms of loyalty and like, you know, fealty and all that stuff. It's so are you feeling a Da Vinci Code crossover? <laughs> yeah. I just want to see Tom Cruise, you know, just Tom start Hanks. trying to... Or see a Tom yeah. Hanks like, no, I want to see Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tom, Tom Hanks, Tom Cruise, and Keanu Tom Reeves. Cruise Keanu Reeves. Finally. Hanks' character <laughs> in John Wick would be amazing. <laughs> that's kind of similar hair, uh, the Da Vinci Code, Tom Hanks, and John Wick. Doesn't he have like a kind of weird, long-haired mane? I never saw. I don't, it. I don't in Da Vinci Code, yeah, he's kind of yeah, he kind of has the, the Keanu Reeves hair. It's, <laughs> it is not swept to the side, but uh, it's it's long in the back. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little interested in this. It's kind of like a only a slightly different reality to what we live. So it's like all these assassins live in today's world, but. It seems like the general public is a little more aware of it. Right. And lots of people understand the whole coin thing. <laughs> yeah. And you the know? general public may only be like 30% of the people in this world. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. I feel like tons of people are assassins. And I was going to say, I think that's part of what I was thinking with this movie is there was, at one point I was thinking, now why why was Kill Bill pushed to the edge of the, the ratings Um bureau kind of like they almost wanted to bump it up and this one was a similar level and i hadn't heard of any sort of you know kerfuffle about that but and i feel like kill bill solved the problem by being a little comic like you were saying earlier or going over the top and so i was wondering if maybe just the fact that this is not real world that they kind of were saying well this is a a, another alternate reality if that's how they got away from the because it was it was certainly violent yeah and and, And gory and graphic right um not to the level of kill bill but i i think kill bill intentionally went beyond to make it cartoonish right so i i would have i would have liked to see i i was i was hoping that because i was a little disappointed with the second one that they would have taken some notes from people who hopefully had a similar reaction as me to the first one has something that's hard for me to put my finger on and maybe that's the problem it's like this movie makes money we gotta we gotta make sequels but they're having trouble like capturing that magic I mean maybe it's what um you were saying Seth about like that just being a good old fashioned revenge flick with great choreography Mm -hmm. and I feel like the revenge part is like the heart of the movie is is a little bit gone it's hard to find things to keep revenging yeah right I, I I am excited to see more of Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm glad his seven slashes didn't yeah. do him in. And I I do really like the uh, sort of video game aspect of like, oh, the enemies you know have st- strengthened, and we have to figure out how to strengthen ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I thought that was a fun thing that I hadn't seen in the other ones, where it's like. Oh, we can't just keep using these same tactics. We got to evolve to the body armor that they're wearing and figure out how to either like get around it or to penetrate it with better guns. Mm-hmm. 
and then the, the the pool scene was fun with that as well it's like slow motion just because water makes you move slow yeah it felt a little bit like the matrix which there's a lot of there's been a lot of matrix nods in these movies yes. and i like that they're not too heavy-handed but it's still fun to remember how great that movie was and how for its time how great it was yeah like it was so far right beyond yeah anything else well, reevaluation time. Reevaluation. So, I was a seven. Joe was a six. Seth was a seven. Yeah. I think I'm, I'll go down. I think I'm gonna go down too. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I can go down to a five. I think. I was conflicted about going to a six point five or a seven, and now I'm not anymore. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it at a seven. Okay. I think I'd forgotten about just visually. I, I totally like agree. It, it knows what it is from a visual standpoint. The production designer is, is top notch. Um, There's so much going on in the backgrounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, half the time, I if I got tired of watching the fight, I'd just look at what was happening <laughs> in the background. Uh-huh. Like, what are those? Are those bottles of Ornitos tequila or are those <laughs> like crystal skulls? What are they? That's funny. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think how low I'm going. I think, I think just to six point five. This is still an incredible feat of like how many. I don't know how you write choreography. Like, mm. like I'm yeah. sure on some level it's written in the same way that a script is written, especially for a movie with this much chore- choreography. But uh, that is so much choreography to plan, write, whatever. Um, and I. I felt like they didn't reuse moves, which is uh, after three movies, I feel like you got to be running out of moves. <laughs> um, Never. So that's that's a Chore- that's dance I, choreographers I don't, don't go run too out of moves. Fight choreographers shouldn't either. All right. Don't so that, don't put all the great fights all in the beginning. Yeah. And then just put us in glass smashing zone for the more, last more library hour. fights next movie. More library fights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see them fight with bananas. <laughs> Grocery store. <laughs> yeah. Laundromat fight. Uh-huh. <laughs> see, these are great ideas. Well, there's certainly going to be another one. Yeah. They set us up very nicely for that, so I'm Better sure be. we'll see it. Yeah. All right. Well, Seth, thanks so much for being yeah. our, our guest and for, and for doing the heavy lifting of watching like I think you watched way too much John Wick in a very short amount of time I think so too it's my cross to bear <laughs> okay everybody alright bye 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 adios